Today is June 11th. The Yankees lost the series to the Red Sox over the weekend. Womp, womp, womp. Fuck this. Oh, we should put the sad version. Oh, you want the sad one? Yeah. I can't I hear it, but... I was going to cut it off. We're cut yeah. off. We're live. Yeah. What's going on, everyone? We'll get the yeah, sad one another time, maybe. Maybe we'll end with it. Is it playing, or is it... No. No, we're live. Well, I can't hear it, because I don't have the music. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? It's Sunday night, and the Yankees lost. Talking Yanks, episode number 918. Brought to you by SeatGeek. You can get $20 off SeatGeek by using code YANKS right now. If you want to go check out some of these pitcher duals you're mm. bound to see. 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek, including sports, concerts, festivals, and more. So use code YANKS. You get $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Jake, how are you? Cody Yanks, baby, and that's what we're doing. James Davis, um, I don't know. I'm okay. I'm um, spiritually a little broken about who the Yankees are, but I've I've already kind of been at grips with that a little bit. Um, you know, uh, a lot of the stats and everything are coming to life, you know, circling through this season of the Survive Yankees in April to the good Yankees with Judge and Bader. Uh, to where we are now, and it's like the biggest dose of reality. Like, homestand, both socks, both not good, lose both series. Um, and it's not because they played <laughs> over their skis or anything. Like, there wasn't a lot of crazy performances from Chicago or Boston. Uh, it's just this Yankees team without Aaron Judge and a couple other pieces, but mostly that guy. Isn't a good team. Um, they, uh, without Judge, they're scoring 3.3 runs per game. That would be the worst in baseball. Uh, with Judge, they were scoring five runs per game, which would be fifth in baseball. Um, eight and ten without Judge. Uh, there's one outfielder currently on the roster. And, yeah, man, I mean, everything that happens kind of makes sense. Um, and that's, that might be the saddest part about it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the ESPN games are also like a mood setter and Fox on Saturday. And I, I don't know how many more of these 10 PM records I can do. I always feel bad for people that are listening, not at 10 PM or not live time that listen like the next morning. And I'm just so fucking tired, dude. I, I don't. We have four more in a row after this. Like, I don't think I'm going to be able to do them. It's a bad product, and I can't really fix it. Like, I had to wake myself up off the couch. You know, yeah. It's like, to, for what? To talk? This was the least memorable three games these two teams have played against each other since this podcast has existed. Neither team's good, and they're getting Fox Saturday night, ESPN Sunday night and the rest of the world doesn't fucking care about watching these bad teams full of rosters where no one knows the names just get mowed down by mediocre pitching. Like this is just a in I said this before we started the show. Kind of like embarrassed for the rivalry. 
Like this is just subpar baseball that the media is putting on this grand stage of like, ooh, Yankees, Red Sox, you're not going to want to miss this. And everyone else around MLB is kind of like, eh, think I'm going to miss it. And they're right. Like, there's no chutzpah to these three games at all. I, in, in two days, I will remember zero about these three games. Right now, I'm going to have to, like, try to conjure up memories from the first two. And I watched all of them. Yeah. Just nothing happened. They're so boring. Besides McKinney, he's the best. I love him. Three runs will win you a ball game uh, in this series. And, yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's been Yankees-Red Sox games where that's been the case, and it's been intense. It's been pitching duels. It's been uh, impressive performances. No, I mean, this is bad baseball, bad at-bats. Uh, you're right. I mean, so, some of the name power, we will look back at these games and be shocked shocked that that this is what the Yankees are doing and there's other little parts to it that you know uh, losing brings out everything that's when when you're winning you you cover up the problems and you move on a little bit because you won and that's the goal that's sports um I mean some of the things that are going on right now um you know even an excitement of a couple Willie Calhoun swings but then you look at all the stats and then you realize he's leading off and then you realize he's getting subbed out in the sixth inning and you realize you're using the leadoff spot, arguably the most important spot in baseball. We batted judge there when he was in the home run race. And then you have that guy there and then he gets subbed out and it's just none of it makes sense. Um, and as I'll probably remind people throughout this episode, there's one natural outfielder on the roster currently. Um, and I, I I look at the lineup now, and I don't even know who I want in there besides Billy McKinney. <laughs> uh, when, the, when the lineup came out today, I was doing yard, wa- yard work in the backyard and hanging out with James and stuff, and uh, I got the notification, and then I opened it, and I just closed it and said, I don't care. Have a shit. I'll find out when I turn it on. I don't want to have any emotions about this until the game starts. Then we went to the pool, and James thinks he can swim in the four foot deep pool. So it just turns into him wrestling and me wrestling because mm-hmm. I'm like, You're going to drown. And he's like, Let me drown then, Dad. And I'm like, Oh my God. And Katie's like, Do you guys want to get out? And like, Neither of us are having fun. Right. We're just fighting for his life. He doesn't know it. And then I get ah. home from the pool, and then I see high socks that short. And I'm like, Oh, well, he's not starting. And it was a kind of a peaceful place to be. Like, I, I'm glad I didn't have that on my brain the whole time. Like, the weird lineups that are going. They're, yeah. they're, just, they're just not worth thinking about, man. They're just, at one point, you get a couple of these lineups a year, and you're like, hey, look at that. Who would have guessed? McKinney's in there, and Calhoun's batting leadoff. Like, we're not going to remember that. But this is the Yanks lineup. Right, like there's like we can't use that phrase anymore because this happens all the time. There are a couple versions of this that the Yankees think is their best lineup, and in a way it is, and in a way it's horrifying. Um, it might be. That's like what's not worth thinking about. It might be because who do they have? Yeah, I mean, 
Literally everyone has an issue right now except Billy McKinney. Um, that like Rizzo's in the worst slump of his career, so that hurts. Uh, DJ Bin had his slump. Um, you know, Glaber uh, almost not awake. Like almost, where are you, kid? Uh, and yeah, I mean, I don't know. When I saw tonight's lineup, I was like, okay, so they're. <laughs> They almost don't want Volpe on the national stage to, like, make it get louder. That, that's where I initially jumped. Um, so, yeah. And then uh, the, the other guys that aren't getting mentioned are, like, borderline major leaguers. Like, Willie Calhoun, Bowers, Oswaldo. Like, I, I don't know, man. It's, um, in a way, it feels the darkest that it has for... Talking Yanks. Um, that being said, we did this a little bit earlier this year. And, you know, hey, let's see when Judge is back. And he's a game changer. And Bader, probably a top three, two-way guy for us. That it'll make the th- make it all feel different. But for now, I mean, we're in, we're in another show hole. Yeah, we've just been here a lot. When they get healthy. When they get healthy. Yeah, but at at least it felt like there were guys in positions and there were, uh, like, a game plan. Like, I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, this is worse than that because we're, we're we've been here before and it, it didn't work then when, there were, when it was more clear. Right. It's just a mess, dude. If you want to do some groundskeeping... Rodon hurt Calhoun and then said he's ready soon. One more off the mound, and then he's going to go do minor leagues. Bader might be back on Tuesday. At one point, the update was, Bader's going to play games. We just don't know if it's going to be at big league level or minor league level. It's like, well, put 30 seconds of thought into that and then tell, then <laughs> talk to us. Secrets, baby. Uh, Sounds like the following Red Sox series is is more likely than Tuesday, but Tuesday's not off the table for Bader. So do with that nothing. Mm. Judge Toe, some vague update about it feeling uh, actually a little better. And then since they did have a good day of it feeling better, they're now going to see what the adjusted timeline is looks like if it progresses doing better. That's what was spoken mm. to the media. Mm. And I could get the same sentiment across by saying this. Uh judge blah 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 you'd have the same insight. So we're in that in that world for a little bit with all these injury updates. Like, there's no substantial update to any of them. Rodon may throw off a mound and may go pitch in the minors soonish. Yep. Bader may play minor league ball Tuesday or may play major league ball Tuesday. I can wait and see. Uh, judge, they're making a plan to make a new plan if they need to alter the original plan. Love a plan to make a plan. Um, yeah, I I think they're doing a Yankees, like, how bad is it going to get with 
Bader, and so I, I, I don't know. He's he's gonna be back soon. Good. Um, and then yeah, who who knows with Judge? They've been obtusely weird about the whole thing. I've got I got people DMing me out of the woodwork with different rumors from different camps, and they're saying Judge and the Yankees camps aren't aligned, and uh, who knows? <laughs> like, wouldn't it be shocking? Um, would would almost be standard. Um, I'd put a lot of money down that the the Yankees players who can afford their own doctors use their own doctors, and then the Yankees pay a doctor, and then they probably like have a third party arbiter doctor. I think they did that with player a couple years ago, but yeah, no one no one cares or likes each other. Mm. Judge has a secret hitting coach, so that isn't a secret, but he's not allowed to go to the Yankees facility. Right. <laughs> Judge has to rent out a facility to go to him. That's so stupid. Anyone else injured? Nestor, no update. Ian Hamilton had an update. He might start throwing soon or something like that. He threw off a mound at least once, right? Greg Allen, six to eight weeks. Yeah, it's a bummer. That. Gone a while. Um, Babes, is Peraza injured down in Triple I? Let's see. Do a quick look at his game logs. I haven't seen specifically seen that. Did you hear that, or you just? I read someone commented on Reddit, but I didn't go check it. He played on the ninth. So I don't know if he so played then, today and it hasn't so, updated. So then, no, no. So he's got to be healthy. Well, that's good. I think there's, uh, there's right. something he hasn't been in the last couple scranton Wilkesbury lineups. So, I don't know. If he didn't play today, that's at least two days in a row. Yeah, I mean, I didn't. I read just a comment. And that person that left the comment, I think, was guessing based on sitting two days in a row. So I have no nothing. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Did not play today. It looks like. So two days in a row, banged up. I don't know. Could be literally anything. The Yanks are so scared right now because right now they have uh, uh, Peraza's values back up. He's raking at AAA. And if they switch him with Volpe, what if he's not good at the MLB level? Hmm. And then you can't trade Volpe while his stock's down. And then you have two guys with stock down. Or do you you just got to wait Peraza out and try to trade him? Like they're in a little bit of a conundrum. Make that switch. You can tank both their values. I think they're still trying to trade Glaber. But I don't think they have any takers again. The one, the one guy they have that doesn't get injured, sure, farts out the brain. In close spots every now and then. Doesn't get injured and has been hitting. Let's get rid of that guy. Je- Glaber has no idea if Judge is in the lineup or not. Rizzo. Best friend leaves. Miserable. Sad sack. Very sad. Do you want to do the games? Yeah, I think so, Pop. And the games are brought to you by HelloFresh. We're bringing the HelloFresh energy Tonight, and you should bring the Hello Fresh to your 
life. They've got some delicious calorie smart and protein smart lunch and dinner options, along with vegan recipes, if that's your bag. They deliver mouth-watering, chef-crafted recipes and fresh ingredients to your door so you can spend less time meal planning and prepping 40 recipes, 100 seasonal and convenience items to choose from. They sent one to me and Jessica. We put together a delicious chicken, mushroom, and mashed potato dish. I know the O'Briens have dabbled in some HelloFresh as well. And you can, too, with HelloFresh.com slash Yank16. Use code Yank16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Yank16. Start using America's number one meal kit today. There is a link in that description. Hello, Fresh. The rivalry is back for the first time this year. A battle of Garrett's. How fun is spelling? Former Yankee farmhand, imagine. Whitlock for Boston versus Cole for the pinstripers. Scoreless into the fourth. Casas calls the Bronx home. RBI single and some lackluster Yanks D makes it one nothing. Speaking of home, Devers dumps one. Oppo, it's two nothing. Sucks. Little 15 second rain delay as Josh Donaldson goes 448 to center. My word. Cuts the lead in half. The Garrets go tit for tat, and Kike gets fat on Albert. Takes a Breu yard. IKF WPR. It's 3-2 socks, and that would be your final. Oh, no. Yankees lose. Hmm. Oh, no. The Yankees lose. Remind me of the bad defense. So, um, the Red Sox open up the scoring. There is a ball in the gap between center field and right field uh, that dropped between the outfielders. Bowers kind of gave it a sliding weird attempt at the end. It looked like he bailed. Um, and, yeah, it was a funny mix of, I think if one of, I think if Bader's there in any situation, he catches it. I think if Judge is there, he probably catches it. I think if they're both there, it definitely gets caught. Uh, so that ball gets down. And then there's a line drive single that's like right at Bowers. It's it's hit pretty hard, so Bowers, it kind of takes him off his trajectory a little bit so he can only get so much on the throw, but we're also now very used to Aaron Judge in right field that if he were to be out there, uh, that run that run probably doesn't score in a couple different ways. So that, that opened up the scoring for Boston. Um, Devers hits um, a home run, and that's obvious. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Don Donaldson hits that mammo shot that everyone was wondering if he got enough of to get out of the park and it goes way out. And then the Yankees kind of coming off the double header day, were scared about their bullpen usage. So they go to Albert Abreu, um, Kike jumps a fastball. Um, <laughs> the Yankees, again, they get another run on, uh, the wild pitch walk to Glaber that IKF, the heartthrob, comes in and scores on, and that was about it. Yeah, who's available? Cordero, Wandy. Yes, so, so they ended up they ended up using Abreu, Ramirez, and Cordero. 
Um, and Wandy got up at the end of the game, getting ready to come in. So, and Cordero was up earlier. So, yeah, everyone was kind of doing a dance of like, okay, um, you know, if you're willing to get Wandy up in that situation, should you have gone Cordero before? And uh, I know Abreu had put together a good stretch, but I don't, I don't know how many, I don't know how many episodes of Talking Yanks I can go through saying like, yeah. I'm, Albert Abreu got God. I'm not. I've never been shocked by it. Yeah, and the bullpen, the doubleheader hurts and all that. And Canley's there, but he's coming off. He's returning, so they're not using him doubled up at all. Issues the offense is dead. Oh shit! Sorry. I think they no hit through through the first three innings. Is that this game? No, no, no. no. That was the next game. game. Two Garretts, that is wild. I wonder if that's the first time they've, or if these, those guys have faced each other, but. Yeah, and I there's some name stuff in the next game, too, and I was like, wow, those, same name, but not at all. Like, you don't think that at all, the way it's spelled. Was uh, this the Volpe last at-bat? Uh, game one, yes. Yes, against that. I was, uh, I was the opposite. If he hit his, I almost tweeted this out before he came up. Like, if Volpe hits a walk off home run, that's cool. If Volpe hits a walk off single, that's a difference maker. And I didn't because I don't think people would have cared for that tone in that moment. But like, just needed a single, man. And you're swinging so big. Foul ball was, you know, cool for like a baseball hold your breath moment, but man. Any time, just put the ball in play. Yeah, and I, you're right. And by the way, he did have an opposite field single in this game. He kind of got beat on a fastball. And you know, Kenley Jansen is like a historic closer, and it, that's I know you're just pointing it out. It, it, the Yankees' offensive struggles are very much more than just him in that situation. But yeah, in in that at bat, a um, I let out the saddest. Uh, stay fair, just by myself on the couch with Noodle, just hoping for any amount of life for myself and the kid. Um, but yeah, I was I was laughing as I was reliving that at bat that he he takes the first pitch from Jansen and he has a pretty good at bat. I mean he he fought he fought good with the stadium going bonkers. Yankees Red Sox again, his dad's a WFAN dude. Like that uh my heart my heart was beating more than his, which is pretty insane. Um but I was like, he takes the first pitch from Jansen, which was a 94 cutter down, but it was very middle. That for Volpe's current swing path, that was one of the better pitches he got to hit at that at bat. It was a ball, but for the way he's currently swinging the stick, I was like, that that's something that he can kind of do damage on. Um, again, I that's a microcosm of everything else that's wrong with this Yankees team. I, they scored... One of their yeah, just the only memorable moment from this game. Yes, yes, they they scored one of their runs on a wild pitch. Um, you know, in in tonight's game, their two runs scored was because the ball hit the bag. Baseball ball doesn't hit the bag, and they get shut out tonight. So, like, the offense is doing nothing. Um, literally, without judge, they're the worst offense in baseball. The stats back that up. I am a fan of the New York Yankees with Judge. Yeah. This team, I don't know. 
and Bader. Well, Bader came back and gave him a, like a, a mini shot when he came back while Judge was out. He's a great defensive outfielder that can go on hitting stretches. Like, that's go around this Yankees roster right now. And like, people are, you know, I got people in our tweets that are like, oh, you boys better bring it with Boone. Like, what am I supposed to bring? That he's got three DHs and eight infielders? And the eighth <laughs> infielder is at AAA right now? And what is Boone supposed to do with this group? Guys, modern managers do bullpen decisions. It's about and it. Team morale. Sort of. And pinch hit every now and then. The roster's awful. It's just bizarre, dude. I, I think there's going to be more Billy McKinney love coming later, but he's literally the only classically trained outfielder allowed to play outfield on the roster, so that takes out Stan. Um, and by the way, he, you know, he, he's not allowed to play because he can barely like run anymore, which is bizarre. But Billy McKinney started in center field. It's his first career start in center field. So when I say classically trained outfield, he's still... Wait. Has he started in the minors in center? I would assume in he's, the minors he's played some center field. But. He'd gotten he looked, into a couple center great. field games, but had, these were his first well, starts there. He's one of the I only believe. things that makes sense right now. This is a guy that spent his career being coming up the Yankees minor league, thinking he was going to get a real chance with the Yankees. Doesn't really get that. Bounces around for a little bit. He somehow ended up with the Yankees. He's their only outfielder, and he's playing with his hair on fire. He's playing like a guy that has no tomorrow. I'm going to put some good swings on the ball, hope something happens, and if there's a ball in the outfield, I'm going to give it hell to get it. Like Bowers is in the outfield just kind of like scared uh, and excited, gives, although he, he had Bowers a great catch. Gives it hell. Bowers gives it hell, and then he has a moment of blindness. Right. He's not a, not a classically trained outfielder. Um, Bowers in the outfield is like the goalie from the big green. Like he's got, he's running, he's chasing that ball, he's chasing that ball, and some something comes to try and fight him. And he either beats that demon and makes a great catch, like we saw in the series, actually. Yeah, game two. Or he gets wooed. Like I'd never seen an outfielder have such a beat on a ball and then just get wooed. Yeah. That's the part that should be harder to like learn, but it's tough, man. I, you know, there's there's a moment of panic when you catch fly balls, especially I can only imagine at the major league level. Um, so yeah, I I don't know. Like Cole kind of looked, kind of looked good. He got Devers. Nobody was shocked. Um, that other run probably doesn't happen if the New York Yankees are out there. And then because they didn't have the lead. They went to Albert Abreu, which I didn't agree with. I know they were coming off of a doubleheader, but it's a cold day, and you have no offense. Like, that's a game you got to go out and try to get. And by the way, the bullpen didn't get used at all earlier in the week because of the, the off days and the smoke out. So, yeah, like, they got rules. Who's got rules? Yankees. For what? I mean, Kinley isn't going to go twice in a row because he just came back from the IL. Sure. So he's out. He can't be used. Um, Canely, Kinger, Canely, Ron, and King should have been out of that game. By the Yankees' rules, those all, I'm okay with them being out. 
Yeah, they were all out. Right. So Wandy and Clay weren't. Yeah, it's just, they're saving them for the 8-9. 8-9 never happened. And Wandy got I, loose in that game. So what did you really I think do? they should have broke the Canely rule. Or just, like, break some I'd, I'd be open to that, but they didn't even need to break the rules. They had other yeah. chips to play. Even just But who Cordero cares? The offense can't do shit. Right, but if, if the offense can't do shit, then you need to be as crisp as possible pitching-wise because also your defense isn't good. It's true. Your, your pitching is your one chance to win right now. We will not record a Talking Yanks episode until Bader and Judge are back that we say, wow, the Yankees' defense was electric tonight. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Donaldson at, like, Donaldson, Volpe, DJ, Rizzo might lead to some nice plays. Sure. Infield can put together a nice day defensively. But... Donaldson's good. D- defensively, Donaldson, Bader, Judge, Rizzo. How... How often do we even have those dudes in the right spot now? Like tonight's play, you know, DJ picks it. But again, third base arm strength is different. The DJ throws his hullabaloo throw over there and it gets there, but it's late. Devers beats it. Where if Donaldson plants his foot and throws it on a clothesline, that's an out. But because the DH spot is clogged night after night, depending who's out there, that we don't necessarily have Donaldson at second and then at third. And then Glaber's at second. And he's, you know, he's, he's like in a dream world right now that he's, he's not sure what's real or what's not. Maybe the smoke freaked him out. I don't know. But it's bizarre, man. Well, he just didn't know the ball was coming to him. How often does the outfield throw it into the guy at second? I don't like throwing the lazy word around because I mean, how I mean, just throw it to the pitcher, dude. What am I? Why does he need to get Glaber involved there? I think people do it too easily with Glaber. um, But like that play, I mean, that's just the hapless attempt that, oh, there it goes. No, pop. I think maybe smelling salts. They need an assistant coach that's going to like. Like, my ideas when I say them, oh, Jimmy Lytics, Jimmy Crazy, that's supposed to be your bench coach. He's supposed to be the fucking crazy dude who makes you pick the lineup out of a hat or makes everyone wear a gold thong. Like, this is baseball. Right. If someone needs to give Glaber smelling salts before every half inning, especially late and close, who's on the bench doing that? You think it sounds crazy, but, like, we've heard way crazier shit. Jambi would pass around a golden thong to get people out of slumps, and we think it's cute. Where's my he- my assistant coach checking Herman's hands? Yeah. Who's doing the sh- crazy shit? Let's talk about Herman. Game two. He's good. How fun is pronunciation? Domingo Herman hawks it for the Yanks while German Hauk twirls it for Boston. Bottom four, nothing like a Glaber bomb to get the night started. <laughs> 
Have you Devers heard the homer under the Bronx? Big moon Devers. Homers were locked up at once. Domingo was a go. Six innings pitch, one earned run. Call me Cal. Slick Willie finds the bleachers. Quite literally, Higgy Smalls infield leaker creates heart and hustle run from IKF. Herman to Wandy to Canely to Clay. Yankees take game two, 3 1 final. God, I almost forgot that they won this one. Yeah. Uh, like you said, pitching, pitching, pitching. Great pitching, great bullpen. Good stuff. Yeah. The Devers guy. Yeah. Devers freak show. Man. Um, we mentioned it before as we were going around. Uh, Bowers does make a nice plan. Another Devers ball, um, which could have changed changed some of the outlook. Another really good start from Domingo. Uh, just in control. Yeah, and then they get Higgy pushes across the next run after the big Willie homer. Mm. Clean game. It still didn't feel great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's one of those bizarre things like Willie Calhoun batting third. Okay, um, sure. Uh, and then he homers to like give the Yankees the lead, and you're kind of like, cool, okay, like the button we sort of put out there worked. But it's <laughs> it's also just doesn't feel like the Yankees. It's not, man. It's just not. It's just, it's just a real weird thing that's happening right now. Let's go to there's nothing else to talk about. Wani looked good. Kaylee looked good. Holmes got it done. This was the crazy, uh, crazy Wandy at bats game, right? What do you mean? Him and Yoshida, 14 pitches. Oh, yeah. It's pretty intense. Harky with the mound visit. Eight straight foul balls from Yoshida. Yeah, Fox game, I got nothing. Listen to mute. I really, really can't listen to Smoltz. I turned it off when he said the Yankees was the biggest hitter's park when there's just like statistical data that shows it's not. Yeah. I got real mad, man. Like I got deep mad at Fox for like having no one, like no Smythe. You know, James Smythe or no uh, Katie Sharp, like no one that's going to pass a note to Smoltzy and say, actually, uh, just I, 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 and I got so mad for Smoltz, who's one of the best pitchers of his generation and like should be remembered so gracefully as his, as a pitcher. And I hate hearing his name now. And that stinks for him. He didn't have to go do this to himself. 
but he's one of the top 10 worst parts about regular season baseball. So, so yeah. Is the next Yankee Boston series Fox and ESPN Same formula, again? yes. God damn it. ESPN tonight, who, who had a gun to the director's head? <laughs> Show that ump cam again. Leave it on. <laughs> Stay for the whole at bat. People need ump cam. Oh, the umpire's head's kind of bouncing up and down. It's kind of wobbly. This isn't actually what the umpire sees because it's kind of like fisheye view. Like, fucking put the ump cam on. My five-year-old thinks it's cool. ESPN Wednesday night, too, for Yanks Mets. Oh, my God. That's a weak runner. Yeah. I can't do that, dude. Too often. Is that a- Looks like Tuesday's at least normal. It says Tuesday TBS, but I think that means it's still on yes. Yeah. I think we're in the clear. I think, I think that means it's still I'll on do, yes. Usually. I'll do a little. But off day, TBS slash Yanks, ESPN, off day, yes, Fox, Espen. I'll tell you why. Ump Camp is super cool. From like an actual broadcast standpoint, not just being a cranky little bitch. As viewers, we watch the game one way our whole lives, right? So we've seen what this pitch is the entire time. And we've and we watch it and we go, that pitch is a strike. I've seen that pitch a million times. I know that's a strike. That pitch is a ball. I've seen it a million times on this ball. When you have the ump cam, very cool to show us in our our built-in perception we have because this is how we've watched the pitch and then and then you get to compare it to oh and this is how the ump sees that pitch because now you're saying i know how i saw that pitch because that's how i always see it oh that's what the two seam away that i just saw and recognized looks like from the ump's point of view that's really cool to know so it's awesome on replay but when you show it on live broadcasts I fucking don't even know what I'm looking at because I've never seen those pitches look like that from that way. So I can't process. Was that, was that the four seam? Was that the two seam? Was that like, unless it's a crazy change up or slider. So you're just thinking like, I don't know what I just saw. And from like a, a genuine production standpoint, you have to show the audience what they already know. And then the cool secondary angle gives them an alternate view of what they already have established in their brain. But we don't have this established in our brain, so we just didn't know what the fuck we were watching. For full, like a whole Jake Bauer at bat. Right. It's terrible. Just, I don't love it live either, but devil's advocate for conversation, like, is is there ever a world where you could get used to it? Like you're saying you're not And used- not if it's on a bobbly umpire's head. Every umpire's got a different head. Right. No, and there's a reason they do this every decade. I mean, in the 20 2009, 2010, they did ump cam. Yep. And everyone was like, "Fuck this. Get it out." And then We're they good. took it out. 
one of the whatever the last time they they did um cam was it was on whatever the um, home plate umpire was that day he he goes up and down more than anybody so it was campaign yeah yeah actually unusable that's probably why they didn't use it that much with Tumpain, because he, he moves his head a lot. <sighs> game three. Tonight's mm. game? Yeah. Oh. A rubber match in the Bronx. Clark tries to get his Zion on and Schmidt in my mouth. While Boston brings in their sing-songy young stud. Well, he's a jolly good bayo, which nobody can deny. Great tune. Top two, the bearded dragon. Justin Turner finds the porch. One-nothing shoe buffers. Bottom two. Jose, 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 Jose. My guy's drinking box wine because he slaps the bag. Two RBI single to take the lead. Two to one. Duran Duran. RBI ground out, twos on the scoreboard. Bunos Cantos, Kike, do you love me? RBI single, they win Manfred Ball. Yankees lose 3-2 and lose the series 2-1 final. Yeah. Boo. When it, when it went extras, I, I didn't think the Yanks had a chance. I don't know why. Because they, they're pretty good at extras in home, but I was just like, I don't think this is going to be good for them. Because they don't have any offense. Um, yes, yes, Jake. You have nailed it. Jim, I, I, I was in, a, in some Twitter beefs because uh, I was mad they didn't bring the infield in in the eighth inning uh, when they get Durant to ground out because of that very reason. And so I had all the Twitter doctors saying, well, you don't bring the infield in because if the ball gets past him, then two-run score. Well, your offense cannot score. So your only chance is to keep that run off of the board. And look what happened the rest of the way. The only at-bat in extras that was worth a damn, Billy McKinney. Because guess what? He's a lefty, so he said, I've got to turn on the ball and get the runner over. So you know what he did? He turned on the ball. He got the runner over. That was their only hope. Yeah. So when you get a chopper out of Duran that was like right at second base, that was your only shot at winning the game. And that's pathetic, but it's the honest truth. So you should have done it. Yeah. McKinney, Trevino, Volpe coming up, though. That Trevi at bat, man. Looked like cricket. I do think he was, you know, high balls you can elevate or whatever. I don't know. High balls at your chest are tough to elevate. Went into protect mode with one strike. Wasn't good. It wasn't good. I mean, the whole little, the whole game wasn't good. Good for Clark. Happy for Clark. Good for Clark. Good for our guy Ramirez. What a stud. Um, Nick? Your boy. Yep. We got to learn what oh. he looks like again. He pitched in this game? No way. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Um, There's no way Nick Ramirez pitched in this game. He looked good. We were texting while it was I- happening. 
Um, Who was? You, me, Joe's the Talking Yanks chat. I don't think I was. Did an Esther play? Um, I laughed. They pinch at Stanton, and they thought it was the matchup. They they got Pavetta, and Stanton has good numbers off Pavetta, and he got a pitch to hit, and he grounded it to short. And uh, I forget if it was Coney or Eduardo or Ravage, size seven foot Ravage. <laughs> um, there's no shame in that. Um, and they were like, yeah, you know, it's funny. Stanton, I think they said Stanton has never had a pinch hit home run. And they were mm. like, yeah, Pavetta, Stanton's got really good numbers off Pavetta, but he, you know, he never has a pinch hit home run. And it's like, the fact the Yankees haven't quantified that one yet is just absolute bizarro world. Like, I know pinch hitting isn't what Stanton's asked to do a whole lot, He's had enough pinch hit opportunities that zero home runs is worth noting at this point. It's like 45 plate appearances. 48. Yeah. Giancarlo Stanton coming into tonight in 47 plate appearances. 079 batting average. 079 slugging. It's a different activity. He's not good at it. Almost nobody is. I think some kind of thick king Lenny Harris used to be his name on the Mets. He was fine. Hey, bring him out. Good at it. Can we ask Boone about that? Yes. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down. I mean, as a Yankee, he's had. Everybody's gonna count with me here. Five plus one is six. Six. Six minus the five. One. one. Plus five is six. <laughs> uh, plus seven's 13. And this is probably his first this year. I think it's first this year. Hasn't been on the roster a whole lot. 14 as a Yankee then with one hit. <laughs> And one RBI, which was that one hit. Okay. All right. All right. Um, let's do awards. Anything I we we gotta put a conversation yeah. to awards. Yeah. Yeah. And awards are brought to you by Bird Dogs. I've been pretty jazzed up about Bird Dogs recently. I made the passion announcement. I think they've become my travel shorts of choice, and I went on a long speech about it, and everyone was like, kind of don't care, Jake. Just tell me about the comfy shorts and their anti-stink technology. And I'm like, You oh, said okay. you were getting, like, choked up about it. <laughs> I was getting a little emotional. Like, that was kind of a big thing for me. Yeah, people didn't relate. <laughs> I wish... But Jake travels a lot. People could not relate. The one day I wore pants, and I almost fainted on the plane, it was, like, a really bad time for me. So... My shorts outfits have been awfully important for me while traveling. And bird dogs, that's how comfy they are. You can also wear them out, wear them to a bar, wear them to a restaurant, wear them to the ball game. Wear them wherever you want to feel comfy. So go to birddogs.com slash yanks and enter promo code yanks and you'll get a free Yeti style tumbler. Another technology that kind of blows my mind, but let's not do that tonight. Birddogs.com slash yanks. Be comfy in your shorts. Make your drink comfy in your tumbler, and click the link in the description. Get yourself some bird dogs. I love them bird dogs. They look good. Trying to find uh, 
trying to find G's hit as a pinch hitter. Mm. I can't find it. It says it was in 2021. Oh, I found it. Oh, it was part of a double header. So technically, maybe he already did play that day. Imagine if it was. Ooh. No, no, no. It was game one, I think. But he knew he was going to play that day. It was game one of a doubleheader versus the Red Sox last year. Good for him. Let's do a fun game. Yes. Okay. It was a 3-0 pitch. He had a single. Let's do a fun game. I'm going back to August 17th because I'm just on this game log from the Red Sox series last year. Sure. Sorry, this, is... this isn't last year. It's 2021. Okay. That's the question. I'm going to read you the lineup. And then you compare it to the lineups we have going right now on, like, does that make sense meter? August 2021. DJ, Brett Gardner, Aaron Judge, Joey Gallo, Luke Voigt, Rugnet Odor, mm. Gary Sanchez, Tyler Wade, Andrew Velasquez. I guess... Although that's not the most electric all-time Yankee roster. On I, the doesn't make sense meter. I guess. Not is it good, just doesn't make sense. Every one of those people kind of knows their assignment on the field. Yeah. Playing a position they've played before. Like, Wade, you're playing defense and speed. Velasquez, same thing. If you guys do anything offensively, cool. Gary, we just hope you run into into one. Joey Gallo, catch balls, and we pray you walk. Um, the only thing is, I, th I think that Odor, they might have, the Yankees might have played him for the first time at third. Or there was some position the Yankees did. All right. Just during, during the Ruby third base times. Yeah, wasn't that? Um, Around then sounds like when they would have started doing that. Compared to tonight's lineup, does it make sense? Willie Calhoun leadoff? No. Glaber mm. Torres batting second, playing second. Sure. That makes sense. On a given sure. night. Rizzo at first base. Yeah. Yep. Donaldson DH. Okay. Bowers starts in left, moves to right, batting fifth. No. DJ batting sixth. Okay. McKinney, center field, batting seventh. No, makes no sense. Only thing I like. <laughs> yeah, but it's his first time ever starting in center field right. in his whole life. Right. Trevino, catcher, sure. Oswaldo Cabrera, shortstop. No, doesn't really. make sense. So, all right. Your your pride of the Yankees is the second announced. Mine pride is the, the first. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Um. Now, do you you want me to stay players for this series? <laughs> I'd recommend. Honest, honestly, it. man, wield that sword. Just do do wherever it's you want to go. You want to give out multiples? I got nothing for you. Just run hard. How about this? How about this? No, I want <laughs> I want to exchange some goods and services. Okay. I'll let you run entirely free if you leave Billy McKinney for my pride. Done. Handshake. Handshake. 
Nice. Ow. Ah, ow. Ow. <laughs> My pride of the Yankees is John Sterling. Yes. Because that dude took a ball off his face. Should have killed him. Can you play a BBD? He, it, can you play the audio BBD? Do you have it? I do. I do. I'm connecting. It'll be a second. I mean, if you haven't heard this, Susan's not in the booth because she goes Bell. down on the field. Now the three-two swung on a pop foul back here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. How professional he is is unbelievable. I mean, to not so once to again not, it'll be a three-two. <laughs> to not mutter like "Oh shit!" Fuck! Or like, yikes! Or crikey! Whatever he says in his day and age, just a ow! Ow! <laughs> Almost an audiobook of what does it sound like to get hit? You know? Like if you were to type in on YouTube, what does it sound like to get hit? It would be an old man going, ow! <laughs> it's, all, it's like an Austin Powers script. If you could isolate just that one ow and leave it on the board forever... I mean, John Sterling is a warrior and a battler. I mean, it's you know, probably a lot of a lot of people listening to Talking Yanks probably know. If you have no idea, it's the pitch before the final pitch. It's bottom nine, two outs, or top nine, two outs, three two count. So the foul ball goes up. Sterling tracks it. He like you see him mentally note foul ball. There it goes. Let me get back in for maybe the final pitch of the game. Bounces up, hits him in the glass's eye, and ow! Knocks his glasses off his face. He's got a band-aid the next day. Ow! Ow! It's it's a out textbook ow. And now the 3-2 swung on a pop foul back here. Ow! <laughs> ow! Ow! <laughs> and the comedy rule of threes? Ow! Ow. Ow. I couldn't believe it because, you know, by the time this, by the time it got posted, the game is over. Um, You know, Saturday, I'm trying to think, oh, I went to the boxing event Saturday. Very successful. Kenobio. Um, good time. So, you know, I was, I was out. I went to a concert the night before, so I was worn out watching the Yankees game. Watch the Yankees game. They win. Okay, is this team going to salvage a series? Blah, blah, blah. Sitting on the couch a little longer. I see that clip pop up, and I said, no way. Is this? I thought, at first, I thought it was a goof clip. I thought the kids were messing around or something. I, I didn't want to watch it, but... The fact that he powered through it and he's fine. Did you see his? Did you see his uh, Twitter message to the fans of of just telling everyone like, uh, "I'm okay." It hit me up here. Got a lot of muscle there. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, "Come Yankee on, Yankee fans, I am fine." It hit me in the head. A lot of muscle up there, <laughs> so I was okay. And um, I thank you for um, all the. The warm, wonderful, loving thoughts. Oh, he's the best, man. I can't believe how professional he is. And for anyone, like, how does he not see it coming? If you really want to know, like, it goes up and then he can't see it anymore because it's above his, it's like above the awning. And when it, 
It's got such a little sliver where it has to come land on that shelf and then ricochet into his face. Like the odds of that happening are crazy small. Ow. It's a good, it's a good pride. Thank you. If you're going to go off the board, that's a great way to do it. Is that his first ever? Mm. I'll get back to you on that. I, uh, I may have already revealed my pride. Um, I'm going Billy McKinney. Um, again, I, I told some of the story, and it was talked about during the broadcast, but he was he was a guy that came over in the Glaber-Torres trade. Uh, so he was in the Yankees, Yankees organization starting middle to end of 2016. Um, he got called up for the Yankees, played two games. DFA'd him. I uh, spent spent a little time with Toronto, uh, the Mets. Uh, not not a ton of success, and then he was bouncing around uh, Oakland last year. Kind of bottoms out. Fifty seven plate appearances and 096 batting average. We talked about this when the last injury happened. We were like, okay, are they going to give Floreal a look? Are they going to? What are they going to do? They go to Billy McKinney, um, and man, like you talked about. Does it make sense, or who are they in their role? And and maybe not playing center field doesn't make sense, which, by the way, picture Billy McKinney coming up to the Yankees finally, and he's in center field in the big leagues, which he's never played center field in the big leagues. Yankees-Red Sox, supposed to be a rivalry, an intense rivalry. He tracked down a couple balls. Uh, They weren't even the prettiest, but he was hunting hunting them down like a guy that had been in AAA that is looking for any opportunity and was going to go get it as good as he could, and that's what he did. And, by the way, he was hitting and had some of the best at-bats on the team. Uh, Like, pride of the Yankees, when I was watching a baseball player do something, were they giving, did they make me feel pride at all? You know, a few of the pitchers gave really good outings. In the lineup, man, it's uh, it's tough. Um, it's tough. So, thank you, Billy McKinney. Only outfielder. William Landis McKinney. Yeah. 28, 28 years old. Presidential name. Hmm. McKinley. Close. William Landis is even... What do you think McKinley's middle name was? Uh, Mount. Mount McKinley. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Could be. Uh, no middle name on Wikipedia. Really? No middle name. Just William McKinley. For him. Got killed. Kind of sucks. Huh? Kind of sucks to be a president and get assassinated, and no one knows or remembers. Because yeah. like your dying thoughts are like, well, people are gonna remember me forever. I got I was assassinated. Well, that's why nah. we do. That's why we do this show. You know. Okay. Um. Mfer. Yes. You Yankee motherfucker. Uh, I'm gonna go dealer's choice, and I'm gonna let the comment section. Choose for me and explain why. Okay. 
got options. Sound off in the comments. Yeah. Yeah. If I had to give some options for them, I'd go. Uh, well, it's easier to name the people I don't think should get it. None of the pitchers. And IKF, he shouldn't get it. And that's all. So I'm going to anyone but IKF. Okay. Maybe that ball that hit Sterling. Yeah. It's a good candidate. It's a good candidate. Um, you know, I I usually leave this one to you, but I'll I'll go Cash God, man, cuz It's a couple years now we've been looking for an outfielder. Um the Bowers Calhoun thing feels a little redundant. Like they're both kind of lefty bats that you guys think you can tap into, but they can't really play positions and you're now hiding Willie Calhoun in, you know, kind of what the stadium allows you as an advantage. It's a small right field, so you can hide a lesser defensive player there. All right, he's still, you know, there's a foul ball down the line today. He can't he can't get to that. He's quite literally in my body type, so I'm, you know how I think. I'm sitting on the couch and like, you know, if you give me two weeks, can I kind of give the effort that that Willie's given in the outfield? And I'm also on the other side of that thinking like, Yankee fans don't deserve that. Um, Bowers, you know, I'm not going to fault him on the effort, but like you said, I, I think his best position is easily first base and he's he's been assigned to left field mostly at Yankee Stadium where we saw... Brett Gardner served for over a decade because he was basically a center fielder playing left field, and they talked about how important that was to the team. And we heard Cashman, you know, what was it, that preseason press conference where he was talking about, like, basically misreading the market and how they have all these infielders and they were looking for outfielders. So it's a mess, man. And, you know, at, at the same time, you're you're looking at, Volpe and everything he was promised and you know like uh, I think the best way that's a no argument mental exercise for literally anyone who's a Yankee fan or a baseball fan is if the situation down if the situation was reversed if it was Oswald who was at shortstop and had these numbers right now and is getting like benched in primetime games and there was a kid in AAA ripping it up, a kid from Jersey. I mean, there'd be riots outside the stadium. Call up this kid. Let's see this kid. But no, they promised him everything because they passed on two years of shortstops. And during that time, they traded for Josh Donaldson, the home run machine. That that money could be going somewhere else. That I don't know, man. The The whole... Eight infielders, three DH thing. Not a formula for me. And you'll and you'll write that down and stamp it. I'll if you want. I didn't know. Like five years, five years from now, if I said Jake, how about we do eight infielders, three DHs, and you accidentally say uh, I'm in, I can go back in and say no. You already said you're out on that. Oh, if you want me to, we can stamp it tomorrow. I've got hmm. the Jake stamp. All right. 
I might stamp it with you. I won't want to put myself down. I don't ever get want to get caught up in a situation where I might be perceived as a guy that's in favor of eight infielders, three DHs. Right. Maybe we have the whole office stamp. Becomes a little bit of a petition. I don't want to force as a, anyone. As a company, we don't stand for this. <laughs> but good MFR. Pairs well with mine. It's tough, man. Scherzer and Verlander for the Mets, by the way. What are they doing? They're pitching. Facing the Yankees this week. Oh, those guys are like older than me, so who cares? Right. The Mets are the least sexy team in all of New York. Cole Verlander Wednesday it's tight. Night. Yeah, but the Yanks are at least like, 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 like interesting skin marks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the Mets are interesting. That bring us to uh, regular old awards. Yeah, Jim. Regular old awards are brought to Big us. Rock. Our second dog sponsor, the Farmer's Dog. Uh, you guys may have seen on the internet recently. Noodle made his acting debut uh, with myself. We we put together a little Farmer's Dog commercial. Uh, and Noodle loves it. I've I've told you guys, he, he kind of gets that crazy dog look on his eyes. Like he just starts sitting because he sees that I've got the farmer's dog bag. And he's like, if I sit, maybe that'll let me get it quicker. He loves it. So if you've got a puppy, an older dog, farmer's dog is something you should look into. Uh, recommended by vets, nutritionally balanced. Um, and it helps your dog have their ideal, ideal weight and let them live a full healthy life so it doesn't matter if your dog is young or old it's always the right time to begin investing in their health and you can get 50 percent off your first box of fresh dog food at the farmersdog.com slash john boy there's a link in the description uh if you've got a pooch give it a shot with the farmer's dog the farmer's dog for a farmer to just have one dog, pretty cool. Mm. Must be a special dog. You take a chance, you know. Uh, my first award yes. and is the Nick or Art Award. What was that? Nick or Art Award. Nick or Art Award. Yeah. Is Nick like uh, you nick the table or is it like the name Nick? I'll give you a hint. This is a mad gap. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Nick or Art Award. I think it's first ever mad gap award on Talking Yanks. I don't even know, is Mad Gab the game that you, I was thinking of the writing word game. I don't even know if I really know what You're thinking Mad Libs. Mad Libs. I don't know if I know what Mad Gab is. Sure you do. So I think I've taken a step back from your hint. Mad Gab is, let me just find a different example besides mine. Right. Mad Gab is like when someone has the card. And they're yelling it a bunch of times because it's phonetically it sounds like it, but it's not actually it. 
Add gab sample. Like so I'll have like indoor toothy hand. Indoor toothy hand. And then you'd eventually figure it out. I'd say it a bunch. Indoor toothy hand. Um, uh I'll I'll get I'll guess uh Donaldson. No, wrong. Uh right. it's Rizzo. Okay. Is it your neck or heart? Neck or heart? You just had to sound it out a ton. Uh, hasn't got a hit since his neck, I believe. Also hasn't got a hit since his heart left the team, Judge. Yeah. So which is it? Or is it a double heartbreak, neck break? Because we need to fix it. Yeah. Because you're looking, the ball's got no pop. No pop. So let us know if it's the neck that's still hurting you and you need like more time or is it your broken heart? Eileen Hart, uh, you know, I was pretty early on the Judge Rizzo stuff. Um, again, it, it originally grows from, I think Rizzo never truly looked at a baseball player and was like, you're a hundred percent better than me. Um, um, but I can, but I can guide you. Right, like I can, but we can do this together. Like it's, you know, it's like a powerful movie scene. Um, and they've got the dogs now and stuff. And, you know, Rizzo's involved in him resigning and all that. I think it's the heart. Um, I think it's the heart. I think Rizzo's, Rizzo's looking around at these lineups and thinking the same things. He's been on a lot of baseball teams. No, no, what, when you, when you know what petition, know what petition Rizzo would sign? The three DH eight infielder petition. Yeah. You know what's sick? Okay. I think Boone would sign it too. Oh, I th I think very much so. As his brother. As Brett. Yeah. So hasn't come back to bite him in the butt. Smart. Your award? What was the what was the tooth mad gab thing? I don't know. I googled mad gab example, and that was the one that came up. So you don't know what it is. So we don't have an answer on that. Indoor toothy hand. Indoor toothy hand. Indoor toothy hand. I don't know. We just have to fucking figure it out, I guess. Okay. Great award. It doesn't have an answer. It's just a Google image. It's a great award. Chat now? Indoor toothy hand. Indoor toothy hand. Mad gap answer. Indoor to the end. That's terrible. Jesus Christ. That's, I mean, that, that's just, it's not my fault that that's the first example that comes up. I'm I'm gonna give out the wake the fuck up Glaber Award. I think that's gonna go to Wilkerson getting those uh, the salt ready. Is that your real guess? 
Are you going to mark it in the ledger? If you fire off a guess, I mark it in the ledger. I'll go with Glaber. It's Glaber, man. I mean, I just don't know. I just don't know. And it almost, it almost ended up being perfect. Because at first I was mad at ESPN. Because I was like, hey, no, it's really interesting. Kike just hit a single, but he's on second base. And ESPN in the booth was like, look at this. Kike's on second. And I was like, okay, let's, uh, so what happened here? Was it a hustle double? Did he sneak in below the tag? Like, what happened? And ESPN wasn't saying anything because I think the guys missed it. Because there was. You know what they said? They said Oswaldo playing shortstop was cutting across. Yes, you're right. They said that Oswaldo was running a pass pattern to second base and missed it. Which, guess what? Has also never happened in baseball. Uh, well, what's wrong with taking a guess? <laughs> so then they show the they show the replay. Here's handsome, strong Willie Mc, Willie McKinney, who's moved to left field because we've got heartthrob IKF in center now as a defensive replacement for our leadoff hitter. Which spot? Throw it to the pitcher, Willie. Which spot this is in the, the big leagues is coming up again? And I mean, just just the, the shock Labor had to feel. He threw it to here. Pitchers that way, Willie. I don't know. How many ups have we done this? And where's Rizzo? Why don't you back up? How many ups have we done this? Glaber had no idea that ball was coming. Honey duck hiss. Yeah, that one. Honey duck hiss. We're not doing more mad caps. <laughs> at at the end of the at the end of the episode, you get to call Joe's and do one mad gab. That's part of the deal. Well, well, we'll see about that because I get to give out my next award. Yes. and I was given free reign. Yep, you were do whatever I want. Run, run hard, and. Because of that, I'm going to give out the uh, the Abe Who Beach Rap Award. Abe Who Beach Rap Award. Is that a mad gap? That's a mad gap. Abe Who Beach Rap. Abe, Abe, who B trap? Is that B trap or beat rap? Oh, beat space rap is the mad gap spelling. Is it one person? Is it multiple people? It is one person. Okay. Abe, who beat rap? Um, Abe, who beat rap? DJ? Um, yeah. Mark it down that Jake got a point. What a day. Oh, already him. marked. What a day. DJ. Yeah. Uh, that mad gab is a booby trap. And I'm starting to think that DJ knows the quick glove. That is just a trap. 
to lull you into a slow jog because you're already out because he knows his arm ain't got it. Jake DJ's throws from third have almost been funnier than John Sterling going. Ow, ow, ow. (laughs) He, he sails them to first base like you or I would. I'm sure he's got more on it than you or I would, but like it's an under, it's like a, just like Jim. I I was I was on this when like I didn't have any merit to be because DJ his numbers and play last year at third looked good, but I I was on a bunch of talking Yanks like that throw is going to come back to bite him, and now we've seen it that like. I, and it again, this isn't shots fired at DJ because guess what? The game where he played second and led off this series, he went two for four, and he looked like the best version of DJ LeMahieu I've seen. But he's not a third baseman. And guess what? He wasn't a, th- he wasn't a third baseman when he got called up because guess what? They wanted him to be a third baseman because he's six foot four because that's normally where you put the big boy at third base. But he played second base. I was going to say that I was going to pause it and say, Beebs, we need to get like a, a social graphic or a shirt of Jake in like his mad dad dog speech. And the word just like, just guess what? Guess <laughs> what? He dropped it two more times. <laughs> That's like, it it's your phrase. Because guess what? Because guess what? Wake up, idiot. You know? Yeah. Because guess what? Uh <laughs> Uh, Back here. Yeah, so Ow. that was the Abe Who Beat Trap Award. It's a good, it's a good award. You mean that? I do. Thank I you. do. Thank I almost you. gave out a DJ award. It was going to be something about sex and being on top because I, I think he liked being at the top of the lineup again. He had some good swings. You, you know? could give him uh, the Honey Duck Hiss Award. I'm not. I'm not. I need. I need a kiss. Let the record show. <laughs> I am not giving that out. Um, I, I was going to say earlier, I'd maybe include him in the with IKF. and eh, No MF for this week, but not like he was good. Like Trevino. Trevino or Higgy, don't care. Rizzo at first, even though he's slumping. Fine. DJ at second, sure. Whoever's at short at this point, great. I want Donaldson oh. at third because he can, if he doesn't hit in a game, he can play high level defense at third. Center field, I don't. McKinney. All right, I'm going to get away from that. Um, Honey Duck has. I'm going to give out the I Lied to You award. When you say I, are you talking about yourself? I'm talking about myself, Jim. And when you say you, are you talking about me? This isn't a mad gab. I'm you and the people of Talking Yanks. Oh. You're giving this award out to Billy McKinney. He's not your pride. 
If you don't think I'm proud of Billy McKinney right now. Well, you lied to us about something. Just trying to snuff it out. I lied to you last episode, Jim. Oh, don't remember. Because you asked me a question, and I answered it. <laughs> and I thought I was confident in it. Play the, cl- play the clip, BBD. But boy, huh. do I need to see Josh Donaldson not hit a homer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was wrong. I was wrong. That that homer should have been like a super cool thing, 450 to dead center. What? It, it kind of moved the weird needle for me. I'm I'm scary, in a, right? I'm in a weirder spot with it. Slash a double. Hit a single. I agree, it's scary. Batting average doesn't matter anymore, right? Batting average is out. Batting average ain't cool. Batting average still has a place. We just don't. guess what? Because guess what? Jim, he's hitting 143 after today's yeah. game. Is that what? Third highest on the team? It's not third highest on the team. How many are lower than him that are getting regular run? I don't think any because 143 is a pretty low number. But all of his hits are home runs. That's huge. So. Cool. Freaked me out a little bit. Very freaky. Oh, my God. I was on the 2021 season still, and all the averages, I was like, this ain't bad at all. Can we put Glaber in left and just see if he, like, falls asleep out there? He just starts throwing the ball right to the mound because he's hated it this whole time. They used to put him out there in the shift. He caught a couple fly balls. Oh, yeah. Why don't we ask Boone about that? Trying all these people on left. Why don't you just call Peraza and put Glaber in left? Has Peraza practiced left field? Has Peraza practiced left field? Try it out. Imagine you're a scout and you're going to the Yankees camp and then you see the shortstop you've come to scout in left field. Are you going to offer Luis Castillo for him anymore? No. You just tanked his value, Jake, asking for that. It's my bad. Damn. Think about John Sterling and what he would do. He'd carry on. He'd carry on. That's the end of the episode, I think. I like the the second owl the most. The recovery owl. Well, well, listen to the the first one, actually. Can't get discredited. Just here. Yes. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Yes, because the first one is is not thought out at all. That right. is just genuine his reaction <laughs> to being hit. That, that was the noise his body made, right? So it's not even a word that's coming out of his mouth. It's just a sound. Ow. The second one, you're right, is him processing <laughs> yeah. in his head. No. Yeah. Ow. The second <laughs> The second word could have been anything, and he, he yeah. went back to ow. Well, he was doubling down on the sound his body made yeah. and almost backing it up. Like, yes, ow. I was right. Play it again now that everyone knows this. Ow. 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 It really hit me. Oh, back here. Ow. It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. 
Dude, I can't. I can't <laughs> want to trade the lives with people who were driving on the highway and heard that in their car. Yeah. Alone. <laughs> I can't. I can't envy that more. If I was still living in Connecticut, driving on the back roads of Newtown, yeah. and I, no one else was around me, and I felt like I'm, I got maybe a trick radio or something. <laughs> that's something. That's an experience. Because he says it really hit me, but he hasn't up until that point clarified that it had. No, he just believed. <laughs> he wants you to believe in the owl. Who swung on a pop foul back here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. So hit once him in again, the head. it'll be a 3-2. <laughs> yeah, let's just let it. Let's go, Yanks. Tell him, Grams, but let that play out a little more, Deebs. The belt. And now the... Th- 3-2, swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. So once again, it'll be a 3-2. And the 3-2 is grounded foul at the belt and now the three two swung on a pop foul back here ow 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 it really hit me i didn't know it was coming back that far (laughs) (laughs) we're very glad he's okay oh he's the best no i mean no one else would have made it Entertaining. The dude's a born entertainer. Yeah. Born for this. See you guys. Bye. Bye, everyone.